This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome to the first Music Mania podcast in a couple of weeks. I am your host, Clint Schweitzer. We've got a special one today as we are all soldiers under God's command on this podcast as we get set to welcome Michael Sweet back to the show. It's been about a year and a half since we had Michael on, probably closer to two years. He was just getting ready to release his solo album, One-Sided War. Uh, when we had him on last. Now Striper is set to release their latest album. It is Goddamn Evil. It comes out April 20th via Frontiers Music. Everybody's talking about the new single, the new video on YouTube, uh, which is Sorry. It is an awesome song, very hard driving, very heavy, melodic, infectious chorus. Striper's at the top of their game. They're as in demand as ever, and it's great to see them You know, still attaining success. Of course, they got Perry Richardson in the band now who has replaced Timothy Gaines, and they seem to be a really good fit. Perry uh, is a great guy, loved his work in Firehouse, and now he's continuing uh, his career in Striper, and it's great to see that. And I tell you what, I have not had a podcast in a couple of weeks. We had Rick Rule from Every Mother's Nightmare on a few weeks ago, but in the meantime, I have been traveling four concerts in a seven-day span for me, so I've been all around the country, from Kansas City to Council Bluffs, Iowa, to Las Vegas, to Springfield, Missouri, uh, where I caught Stick Scenario Speedwagon a couple weeks ago, uh, and then up in Council Bluffs, Brett Michaels, Warrant, Dockin, Lita Ford and Firehouse was great to catch up with uh, some of the guys up there. Uh, Bill Leverty from Firehouse, we were able to get an interview with him that aired a couple weeks ago. And then down in Vegas, two shows, Rating the Rock Vault, which I highly recommend. You can read my review of that show and all these shows on our website, musicmaniapodcast.com. And also caught Shinkerfest, Michael Shinkerfest in Las Vegas at the House of Blues. What an awesome time that was, seeing Michael Schenker with uh, the three original MSG singers, Graham Bonnet, Gary Barden, and Robin McCauley. Uh, That was just a great experience, uh, seeing Michael live for the first time. So I have been out about and in the stratosphere, so to speak. So it's been a busy time. I tell you, it is great to be back here doing a podcast for you, and we can't um, thank Michael sweet enough for joining us here. And I tell you what, we always appreciate the feedback at musicmania underscore show on Twitter. Um, Always appreciate you pressing that subscribe button on YouTube or iTunes. That's what keeps us going. We love the interaction. We always appreciate it. If you have a guest you'd like to hear from, someone you think we should have on the show, drop us a line and we will do whatever we can to to make that happen for you. A lot of big things coming up, guys. The concert season is just kicking off. I've been to four shows in uh, seven days, and yet it's only April. Guys, we have so much coming up. It's going to be a crazy summer, a wild summer. I know a lot of you guys are going to be out enjoying shows. We always love to see your pictures from concerts, your your reviews from concerts. Send them over to us at musicmaniapodcast at gmail.com. We'll put them up on the website. Always appreciate that. 
And before we bring on our guest this week, I want to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri, for over 22 years. They are a staple of the Northland. I tell you, I've bought 95% of the music I still own today from CD Warehouse. They buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Guys, do not let the record stores go by the wayside. This is the place for you. This is the great atmosphere. This is the good deals. Go see our buddy Randy Ringer at CD Warehouse in Gladstone. He will give you a discount or it's on us. How are you? Michael, it is so great to have you. Thanks for calling in, man. It's uh, It's been a while. It's been a couple years since we've had you on. How's everything going? I know things are really heating up for you in, in the Striper camp here, man. Yeah, everything's great. We're staying busy and we're crazy and uh, we're prepping for the tour and the album and uh, we couldn't be happier, man. It's pretty awesome. It is. And I think I just saw literally a few minutes before you uh, before you called that uh, you guys are going to be headline you're going to be playing at, uh, at, at kicking off the tour at M3 this year. What a great show that is. That's going to be awesome. I mean, this thing, you guys got dates all through the summer. Really going to be a big summer for Striper coming off this uh, this new album and, and M3. That's going to be huge for you guys. It's just got to be really exciting right now. It really is, man. We're we're very blessed to still be doing what we love and um and, and not only doing it but you know, to some degree we feel like we're thriving and and things are really going in a, in an incredible direction and uh, like things are on fire basically is what it feels like to us. Well, you've been one of the busier people in rock for the last couple years, Michael. I mean, you, you, you released a solo album, One-Sided War. You did an album, a new, uh, another album with George Lynch called Unified, which is awesome. And then Striper's Goddamn Evil is going to come out on April the 20th, just in a few weeks here. How, where, where do you find time for all this, my, my man? This is some cra- this is some crazy productivity here. I, I envy it, and I need to get on board. How, how do you make it happen? <laughs> Well, you know, it's just a matter of, I guess, doing it. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about things. I used to be one of those guys where I would just talk about it. Hey, wouldn't it be great if we did this? And, and it, it, we never did it. And now I, I just apply what I'm saying uh, to what I'm doing. You know, and it, it, the minute I say, hey, wouldn't it be great if we re-record an album? You know, I get on the phone and I start making phone calls and saying, hey, are you interested in being a part of this? Yeah, okay, cool, let's do it. I, I call the studio. Hey, what do you have open? Well, I've got uh, three months. I've got two weeks open. Cool, put us in, man. We'll be in. I just kind of, you know, follow the lead and make it happen. How big is it for you guys? Because, you know, you got... um the, the the video that just came out a couple weeks ago for Sorry, which is a just a great, great, hard rock, hard driving song. Talk about that song, what the, kind of the reception you've been getting uh, since the video came out a couple weeks ago. Of course, all this is via Frontiers Music. Awesome video, great song. Kind of talk about the reception uh, for that so far. Well, I mean, it's been overwhelming. We've, we've seen a great response, uh, not only for Sorry, but for Take It to the Cross as well. And, <clears throat> you know, it's even if it's bad uh, or good, and there are there is bad and good. There are people that hate take it to the cross, and people that love it, uh, and that's why we're really sorry because it's more of a, a what's to be expected from the band kind of song. Uh, but man, the response has been off the charts. I mean, it's it, we're very happy, and so is the label 
with uh, the buzz that's going and, and the talk and everything that's going on and the reviews have been amazing and, and the album's not even out yet. So it, it feels like it's going to be a really good album for us and a great release and, and one of the better ones in recent years for sure. We'll talk about uh, the inclusion of a bassist Perry Richardson. I think this is a guy who seems like just a great fit for Striper. Uh, really love seeing him in the in the new video and just seeing him kind of you know gain his footing and being a, more of a part of things. Talk about his inclusion and just what he's bringing to the band right now. You know, there's there's nothing like working with people that uh, that you want to work with and that are on board and that are team players and that you love. And Perry's that guy. Perry is, Perry is just a, an amazing person. He walks in the room and you feel his presence in a good way. He brings his spirit, this joyful spirit into the room. And, uh, and you want to be around that. And uh, so he's brought that, which, which we love. And then, and then we heard him play and heard him sing. And super talented guy. He's got the coolest hair in the business. You know? <laughs> he does. And, and then he's just, He's just a perfect fit for us. I, we wouldn't find a better person to be in this band or a better fit uh, for what we're doing than Perry Richardson. No way. Well, this you know, looking back to you know, you guys released Reborn back in two thousand five. Since then, this is going to be your seventh album. Just talk about how important that recording new music has been for this band, kind of in this uh, in this new era in the, in the last 13 years that you guys have kind of come back and been a part of things. How important is recording new music for Striper and for you personally? Well, to me, it's everything. Because music is what, you know, brought me this passion. You know, I, I've always loved music. It's why I wanted to be in a band. It's why I wanted to do this and tour and you know, reach people and talk to people and meet people, and it, it, was all, it all comes back to music. So if you stop doing music and stop recording music, you're kind of losing your soul, you know, and losing your purpose. Uh, so that's why you see so much music from Striper, because it's, it's very important to us to be able to express ourselves and create music and to try to, through that music, inspire and encourage people. To me, that's what it's all about. The music is awesome, but to meet someone that you've inspired or their lives have been changed by the music, that's everything. Well, you know, you talk about the title of the new album, Goddamn Evil. It, it, you know, it's one that jumps out at you. You go, whoa, that, you know, especially coming from, from Striper. But, you know, as I've read some of your other interviews and seen some of the things you've talked about, it makes perfect sense because basically what you're saying about this album and, and the ideals behind it is that it's, it's basically a prayer request for what's going on in the world today, correct? It is. It's, it's a prayer request from us, and we're asking God to damn evil. You know, uh, a lot of people have taken it the wrong way and said that we're swearing or we're being blasphemous or using his name in vain or just trying to be controversial. And, you know, they think they've, they've got it all figured out. They know better than we do what we're trying to say. And, you know, that's the world we live in. People, people are very uh, opinionated and judge, judgmental, and they think that they know it all, and they know what the person or the artist is doing better than they know. And it's, it's interesting to me. And we've explained what we, what we mean by it. We've uh, posted the lyrics, and, you know, there's not really much else we can do other than just hope that those people either get it or they won't. I've always found that the people that are first to criticize creativity are, are tend to be people that aren't all that creative themselves. That's kind of what I found in my years. I don't know if that's the same in the music world, but 
<laughs> Pretty much. I, yeah. I have found that too. Or, you know, or they are creative, but they just haven't been successful at it. Sure. Maybe there's a little, maybe there's a little envy going on or jealousy or, I mean, I really don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, but you, you can sit all day long and try to guess and try to figure out what it is. And then you realize you're just wasting your time. Well, I want to talk you know, real, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. the thing about me. I, although I'm very, I'm very active on social media, I'm a doer. And I, you know, it doesn't keep me from getting things done. And I hope my track record kind of proves that. You know, I get, I get stuff done and I've got a lot left to do. And, and I'm not going to let things distract me from doing that. Absolutely. And, and like I, you know, we've talked about the, the production you've had over the last few years. I love the solo album, One Sided War. I'm a huge fan of your collaboration with uh, George Lynch, one of the great guitarists of all time. Just talk about him and the chemistry you guys have because this is your second album you've done together. What is it about his playing, your voice, your collaboration? It just it just seems like amazing chemistry when you two uh, are you know recording or on stage together. Well, I think it's a perfect fit. You know, George comes from Doc, and I come from Striper. And you know, if you go back and you look at the bands and compare them, there were a lot of similarities. You know, it, 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 we were really into guitar. Obviously, we were really into vocals and melodies really into that style of writing the songs themselves so there's there's a lot of similarities and it just made perfect sense for george and i to work together uh we approach the song very similar and uh the way he writes the way i write we think of melodies we think of singing we think of uh, that aspect and i think because of that when you put the two of us together it just works it's like a perfect fit um and i think I really think that there's more to come from us. I, I don't know exactly when or, or where, but, uh, you know, I love working with George, and, and hopefully there's going to be another killer album in the works relatively soon. Well, speaking of working with great guitarists, I've heard tale, you can just set the set it clear right here, uh, you've talked about doing an album with Joel Hoekstra, who's a who's an alumnus of this show, what a good friend of our shows, great guitar player, of course, from Whitesnake. Um, talk about that, maybe what that's going to be coming up, and uh, when can we expect to hear something from that? Yeah, definitely. We've been talking about it for probably three years now. And that, that's the crazy part of it. Uh, and it just hasn't transpired yet because of scheduling and, and just trying to make it work and figure it out. Joel's a very busy guy. I'm, I'm a busy guy, and it makes it hard. But we're doing it. You know, last time we talked about it was on Monsters of Rock Cruise. He came up and jammed with me, and we, we talked about it backstage. And we're going to start writing for it at the end of this year. And that's the plan. Uh, you know, at the very latest, the beginning of next year, we'll, we'll be writing the album. And we're going to just make it happen and do it and get it done instead of talking about it. Uh, at this point, it's becoming, uh, you know, a little redundant that we just, it keeps, it, it's just talk, but we haven't been able to, to actually make it happen. But we're going to make it happen. And I think it's going to be, I, I, I'll go as far as to say that I, I would, uh, think that it'll be the best album that we've ever done you know uh, I, I think that he's done and that I've done it and I think when it's when it's recorded and people hear it it's going to be slamming and you know to give you a little taste of that you you can kind of hear some of what we can do together on on my last solo album um, mm -hmm. you know on radio and you know Joel Joel brings this really cool gift to the table and uh it kind of takes the song to a new level 
I'll tell you what, Michael, we're so excited. We've got Striper in town here in Kansas City, May 25th at the Star Pavilion at Ameristar. All the dates are listed on striper.com. You can pre-order the new album, which is Goddamn Evil, and it's going to be it's going to be a big one for you guys. I know that, and I'm so excited for all the success and all the things that uh, you've been able to accomplish here in the last few years, and we look forward to more. Michael, thank you so much. We'll catch you up soon. We'll see you in Kansas City here on May 25th, my man. Thank you, my friend. God bless you, man. Really appreciate everything. God bless you, too. Thank you so much. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Always great to speak with Michael. He's a straight-ahead guy, tells it like it is, and it's, um, you know... Always a pleasure for us to have him, and we thank him for joining us to talk about uh, the new album. Of course, you know he's talking about the the title of the album, "Goddamn Evil," talking about God damning the evil that exists in the world today. And I think that's a it, you know it makes a statement when you see that title, when you see that album, you're like, wow, you know it really uh, it really stands out, especially for a, a band that's you know known traditionally as a, as a Christian band like Striper. They are preaching the positive messages still to this day, and without Timothy Gaines in the band, they've got Perry Richardson on bass, and I think that the band has solidified itself. And Michael Sweet, just one of the busiest guys in rock. Of course, he did the album with George Lynch uh, last year called Unified. That was their second album under the, the Sweet and Lynch moniker. He had a solo album out in 2016, followed by a live acoustic album. So Michael is just a guy. And of course, we talked about him doing an album with Joel Hoekstra, friend of our shows coming up. Michael's a great guy. You know, controversial at times. I think he's a guy that that tells it like it is, and because of his association, you know, with Striper and, and, and Christianity, that maybe he gets held to a higher standard for for things he says or does, and, and maybe that's not fair. But he's someone that that'll tell it. You know, he tells it like it is. I appreciate that about him, and I appreciate him being a friend of the shows. Guys, we are really excited. We are off. We are running. It is going to be summer. The cold weather is almost behind us. We are going to be out enjoying cold beverages, enjoying our friends, and enjoying live music. That's what it's all about. We hope that you continue to do that as we do here on the Music Mania Podcast. On this show, you know the songs. We're here to tell you the stories, and that's what I'm going to continue to do throughout this summer and hopefully for summers to come. Next week, guys, we are going to be joined by none other than Bumblefoot from Sons of Apollo, formerly Guns N' Roses. He's going to be calling in from Brazil as Sons of Apollo is out on the road right now. So that's what's to look for next week. And beyond that, we have a lot of big things coming up. So stay tuned. Stay with us. Your money stays and plays right here on the Music Mania Podcast.